Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Welcome back, everybody. It is Thursday, October 12th, 2017. You're checking in with your smoking nephew. This is Blazing Rye backstage. This is Blazing Rye himself, and I would like to welcome the, um, let's see, the, <laughs> the Alan to my Burns, the, um, uh, the McMahon to my Carson, the Richter to my O'Brien, the Cleto to my Jimmy, the Questlove to my Jimmy, the Higgins to my Jimmy, the, the Guillermo to my Jimmy, and the Sade to my veteran one, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you? Minus, minus, mine. Oh, minus, minus, minus. minus. Oh, minus. I've been waiting on you. Welcome back. I've been waiting Welcome on back. you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I've been waiting on you. And I've been waiting on you. Alright, so it has been uh, so long, like I don't know when was the last time. When when was the last time we did this show? Last year? I got it. Oh yeah, I, I gotta say it was at least a month and a half. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is like at, too long. This drought is too long, man. <laughs> well, this is awful. Uh, that that yes, it is too long. I've been away. Then I got sick. It was no good. But everything's fine now. And uh, and by going away, I don't mean being in prison. That's uh, well, somebody else is in prison. I'm not. I'm not the one in prison. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Weeks, what's been going on with you the last month and a half? Me? Nothing really, man. I, uh, just been working, I've been twerking, my parents came to visit a couple times, you know, it was nice, <laughs> we went to Saratoga Springs the last weekend, nothing much over there, it really was a boring weekend, but, uh, it was good <laughs> to see my parents. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else did I do? Oh, I, I went, I, I got fitted for that tuxedo for Major's wedding. On the very oh. last day, at the very <laughs> last moment, Maine, Maine actually sent me a text. He was like, "Where's your Maine? You know, uh, you know, you got to do it today. You got to get that truck for it today, Maine." And uh, I did it. I did, literally. I sent the measurements in at 8 p.m. to the company. Oh my God! I, I don't know. I don't know what came over me. Cause I, I wanted to do it earlier. But something, something in my bones didn't want to do it. So um, I did it. But I did it. I still did it. And uh, that's been it, man. I just, I've just been living a, living a really boring life. I uh, haven't been able to get out. I'll go to California next week. That, that'll be nice. But uh, oh, cool. that's about it. Now well, i, I got to go to a wedding. Another $2,000 oh, no. wedding. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Why, why is your wedding costing you $2,000? Well, this way I got I got a I got a fly to California, so that's like uh, 
$500 ticket. I got to oh. buy them a gift. I got to I got to stay overnight for two nights and uh it's it's killer, man. It's killer. Where are you staying? In a hotel or somewhere strange? I'm staying in a hotel at a Howard Johnson of all places, a Hojo. And uh <laughs> I thought that uh, went out of business. Terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to be staying at some dilapidated warehouse, but I tell you what, um, the what you just said about the tuxedo. So for any uh, listener out there who does not know, um, singular, I uh, John Weeks and I have a wedding to go to where uh, he and I are in the wedding party. And this is the second time we've done this for the same person, uh, Andrew Manger, we call him Maine. Um, and um, what I did, I also waited until the very end. But here's – I didn't wait until, like, the, the day of at the very end. I waited until the last minute before I went to London. I waited till the last right. minute, and then I, like – I is there one of these places near you? There was none of these – this tuxedo company that he no, said – No, there was none of these places. I had to go to one of these, like, uh, registered places that are associated with it. I don't know. They were okay. Like, they, they were they were they thought it was weird itself. Uh, right. Mine I like, too. I gotta go. Weird. It was very weird. Yeah. So I go into this um, Paul Taylor, I think, because I was because right on the same block near where I work, there's a men's warehouse, there's a Paul Taylor, and there's a um, Jose Bear, and I really didn't want to go into one of these typical wedding places, so I went to Paul Taylor for the measurements, and. Um, and the guy, you know, he filled out half of the form, like the the left column, but he left the rest of it blank. And I was like, so what do I put there? And he's like, oh, you know, th- that just doesn't make any sense. Uh, and so I when I when I entered the uh, numbers on the website, which is how I entered it, uh, I entered the numbers that he entered, like 42 short and all that shit like that, like the, the 32 waist and all that easy stuff but then when it came to like weird stuff like uh uh reach around arm seam whatever it was uh i just started guessing i just started guessing and and i might have the strangest ill-fitting suit you've ever seen and they also after i entered it all in they called me like they called me i think immediately and i still I cannot listen to the message. And that was weeks ago. That was when I was in England. And I don't know what they were asking me, but I, I, I put the numbers in. I spent the $40 hold or whatever on it. And that's all. I wanted to be done with it. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to do anything. I don't want to call anyone. And uh, I, my suit might be fucked up. <laughs> so that's exactly what the lady said to me, too. She, did, she took my measurements. She was like, oh, let's, let's just put a coat on you. And then she put the coat on. She was like, all right, this coat, it, it has all the measurements for you. You don't have to worry about filling all this other crap out. And yeah. she was like, this should be enough. So I just put in all the numbers based on this coat. So this better be damn right. Otherwise, yeah, I'm going to be coming out with, with hammer pants. Over there. <laughs> I just I kept I kept writing like forty two, forty two, thirty two, forty two. I sounded like a like a sounded like a quarterback. Forty two, forty two, thirty five. 
I, I was writing very crazily. I was crazed at the moment and just scribbling on that paper, wanting to get it all done, uh, and and then putting it in on the website. And oh, oh, I just I don't know. I figured guessing and it being wrong is better than actually having to talk to anyone. <laughs> I'm the same way. I. Uh... I don't know what this wedding is gonna entail. I am so nervous about this wedding. It's not even funny. I get, oh, no. I I get like stomach cramps just thinking about this. It's just not. There's something unholy about this mat this matrimony. It's incredibly <laughs> unholy. Um, by the way, our very our most religious friend that we have probably, uh, although weeks I don't know. You might know some stranger people, but um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of weddings, the um, do you recall what happened at the last wedding I went to? Yes, you're not talking about the Poconos, are you? No, not the Poconos, Virginia. No. You remember what? You're talking about the one you went into the glass wall, <laughs> or the one that you got bit by the dog. <laughs> Man, the glass wall wasn't a wedding. That was. <laughs> But but yes, this this all happened this summer. I had a rough summer. Um, but uh, yes, the dog one. So in my hand right now, <laughs> in my hand right now, I have the thank you note that they sent. They it came in the mail maybe maybe a month ago, and I have not opened it. I'm gonna open it with you on the line right now. Yeah. All it. right. By the way, their names oh, are Ryan and Je- Ryan and Jessica. Oh my God, I'm having a panic attack right now, uh, opening this. But their names oh. are Ryan and Je- Jessica, and their their hashtag was R and J Day. This is the most uncreative hashtag, and also oh, R and J, like Romeo and Juliet, did not end well. So terrible. P B and J is more like it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I'm like I, I'm halfway. I took the card out halfway, and I got so tense. My shoulders are so tense. Oh my God! I'm looking at it. It all looks so ridiculous. They're like giving each other five on the postcard thing. All right. So I see the picture. They're giving each other five. She's in her dress. He's in his tux. And now I'm turning it around. And here's the note. All right. Let's see. By the oh, way, if God. they don't. If they don't mention anything about the fucking dog, I'm going to shit all over the desk right now. So, uh, they let's better see. Fucking mention the dog. I have I have they a good feeling. Dog. I have a good feeling they didn't. Here we go. Dear Ryan, thank you so much for your love and support during our wedding weekend. We were so glad you were there to make lifelong memories with us. Love Ryan and Jessica. That's it. That's it. That's all they said. That's it.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one of those cards that, uh, you know, it has like a dog's face on the front, and then when you open it up, it just barks. <laughs> <laughs> and then it starts foaming at the mouth. <laughs> and spitting blood out at their faces. <laughs> and then it falls over dead. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and the other thing, the other envelope I have in front of me uh, is, I, I believe it's Andrew's wedding invitation. Did Did you get that? Oh, God, I got it. It just came in, right? Oh, my God, I got it. Uh, okay. You see, uh, I I have not I've not opened it yet. Do you want to open ours right now? Yeah, let's open it. I I haven't opened it. It's sitting on my table. Uh, okay. All right. I'm opening it. Ooh. <laughs> I'm already. Ooh. This is. What do you got to untie this bow to open the card? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I am dreading. This. Oh my God! Do you see this? Have you have you opened it? Do you see this card? No, I haven't opened it. What is it? What is it? What is it? Well, you have to untie a bow, and then when you open it, I'm gonna open it up. Yeah. Okay. You open it now. You open it, and and I want to hear your reaction. I'm gonna open this thing. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh boy! <laughs> you gotta oh, untie the like bow. Oh, I don't like it. it? Oh, Andrew Allen Phillips. You sound Allen. Like, that's a great name. I gotta say, Allen. You know, I, Allen? I've, I've been my I've been his best friend since first grade and. Alan is new to me. I've never seen an Alan in his name before. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So at least I got till November twentieth. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll deny. It. <laughs> I'll decline. I'll decline. Well, at least <laughs> you're like I just wanted to rent the tux, but I don't want to go to the actual wedding. <laughs> oh my Christ! And then the um. This this wedding um, invitation is very uh, it's it's like a whole paragraph. It's not the usual like list of stuff. It's very uh, I I can't can you even, I can't even read this. The font is very small and I, it's I'm in. I'm not even reading. It's too much information. Too much. TMI. Yeah. Too much information. <laughs> all I can see is like the Andrew Allen Phillips, and that's it. I just I just put it back. That's all it is. Oh my god. You know what? I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to ex- inspect it now for typos, just in case, because I would love that if there was uh, a typo. All right. Uh, Together with their families, Jada Marie Freeman and Andrew Allen Phillips invite you to join the celebration as they exchange vows of forever in friendship and love on Saturday, the 9th of December, 2017, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I won't give the address. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't gonna publicly uh, give the address, but yeah, uh, reception to follow. Uh, yeah, well, is I, that the same city? That's not the same city as Jesus' wedding, is it? No, his wedding was in Roswell. The UFOs. I don't remember that? 
I didn't I didn't remember it, but I think Andrew reminded me of it recently. He was like, Oh yeah, man, that's loading damn me. How the hell are we gonna pick up our damn tuxes? I don't get it. That's the other thing. On that website for that ridiculous tux company, you like you plug in that you wanna pick it up in Atlanta and there's like ten different yeah. stores in Atlanta. So then I texted Mandrew, which I also didn't want to do, and I said which one am I supposed to choose here? And uh, and then he sent me a Google search link back. He didn't even tell me which one. He told me, but he told me after the last minute. He should have told us way earlier. Why did he send any information about this? Oh, my God. Um, while, while we're on the topic, on Sunday – I went to a wedding, and, I mean, there's so much that we have to talk about that does not have to do with weddings, and, and this is pretty much all we're talking about, but it's important. So uh, on, on Sunday, I was supposed to go to a wedding. Uh, you know how you have, like, um, uncles and aunts when you're a kid growing up, but they're not really biologically related, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so uh, I, my, aunt, my, my aunt Heather and my uncle Bruce – they had a daughter named Taylor, and I believe she's um, in her mid to late 20s. So, you know, we were both kids at the same time for a very short period of time. And, uh, and the last time I saw her, she was probably 10. And I had just always um, said that I was going to go to the wedding. Or, well, my mom just said, oh, remember the weddings this day. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't even a question that I was going. So I, I uh, planned the whole weekend around this wedding and then um my mom i ended up not being able to come on sunday which meant that i wasn't going to know anybody there uh i haven't seen this girl since she was 10 years old so i start panicking and um uh excuse you excuse you weeks was that you farting over there (laughs) yes it was it was me it was me farting yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if if somebody passes gas and you claim it, you might be a redneck. So, uh, I, I so I was very very reluctant to go. I was like, I'll only know you know the her parents. So then I go, and um, I am sitting in a sea of white people. Is luckily it was in um midtown so it was in manhattan uh unfortunately near work so that kind of sucked but it was in manhattan in midtown and um i'm sitting in a sea of white people and uh, they all have thick long island accents which i expected uh, because that's where they're from and and uh, you know and no offense or anything but it was hard for me to imagine uh, some of them voting for hillary so i was getting a little uncomfortable and um And, and, uh, and, and then the minister gets up there and he starts talking. He must have mentioned the word God about a thousand times. And at some point he starts talking about God is, uh, uh, God allow, gives men, um, women to marry to, uh, and, and men to marry women to, uh, procreate and all this stuff. And it's very, uh, uh, a very heterosexual only themed wedding. So I was getting like angry and I was not hiding my anger. I was like shaking Uh-oh. my head 
and I was like uh, sighing and stuff. And I'm in the middle of all these strangers, by the way, who know each other and they're talking over me. So that was a nice little curb your enthusiasm moment there. And um, it's like, there's like two, there's like a couple and then me and then a couple to my left. It was ridiculous. So uh, I'm getting uncomfortable and I'm getting angry. And then at one point, the, the reverend, the minister, he goes, um, you can, uh, we cannot love God whom we cannot see if we don't love our brothers and sisters whom we can see. And we cannot love our brothers and sisters whom we can see if we don't love God whom we cannot see. So love really is very practical. And I, I laughed, like I openly laughed when he said yeah, that. Yeah, what the hell does that even mean? Right. There was nothing what practical mean? about what he was saying. So I got very tense. Now, the common person in this scenario would pretend everything is uh, fine. And um, <laughs> I go up to the, uh, to, to the mother and father of the bride after, and, and uh, I was just like, uh, you know, I hugged them, congratulations and stuff. And then uh, uh, we, uh, I was like, okay, let's get a picture so that uh, you know, we can prove to my mom I was here. And she, uh, the, and, and her mother, Taylor, the bride's mother, she says, oh, honey, you can, you should stay. And, and then right after she says that, I go, yeah, I go, I go, I don't know. I'm having an anxiety attack. And, uh, the, the, um, what did I say? I I don't know. I'm having an anxiety attack and I don't know anybody. And the, the, the minister mentioned God about a million times and he's talking about man and woman and it was very tense. And I'm just saying this, like, as other people are coming to congratulate them and I'm having this breakdown in front of the parents of the bride who like, it's literally moments after they witnessed their daughter getting married. And, uh, I, um, when, when I, when I have this, uh, down the, the mother of the ride, Heather, aunt Heather, she like, she, she holds my hand and takes me aside and was like, um, like, Oh, you'll, you'll sit with us. And, and, uh, so, you know, just stay, stay a little longer if you can, um, stay, stay a little. And, uh, and she said, and he's in the, and we'll be sitting with the priest who's a very nice man. And I go, is he? And, uh, and I said, because he's saying a lot of stuff about man and woman and stuff, and he's really – and she's like, oh, no, but he's, he's very nice. So uh, I ended up, like, like <laughs> circling around the, the whole bar area or whatever, like a million times, just doing laps, basically, around all these people. And at one point, I just – and I'm really bad at doing shit like this, but I went up to this group of three complete strangers – uh, who were younger people and just said, hey guys, I don't know anyone here. Can I pretend that we're friends for a couple seconds? And they were like, yes, of course. And uh, it was super awkward and boring and um, I think I hate them. Uh, so uh, we were like, oh, where are you from? <laughs> what do you do? Where do you live? <laughs> and, um, and And after that, uh, I made it because I didn't think I was going to make it past the, ce- I, w- I thought I would make it through the ceremony and that's it, especially given the fact that I, I was like having an anxiety attack, ha- having trouble breathing. Um, I then uh, went to dinner and who sits right next to me, but the minister, right? So oh my God. right next to me at the dinner table. And the first thing I noticed when he says, hi, I'm, I'm Jim. What's your name? I said, Ryan is that he has horrific breath, just halitosis, 
like you would not believe. Uh, which I thought was, you know, he should have taken care of that. I don't know if it's uh, not in the eyes of God to chew gum or breath mints or whatever, but it's very disgusting. And imagine the people getting married. That's even worse than what I did to their poor parents. Imagine getting married and he's spitting that breath in your face, which I'm just thinking of now. But so he starts telling me uh, his his name's Jim. And he said, well, Ryan, you have the... Uh, everyone's worst nightmare. You're sitting next to the minister. And I said, I think I've had that nightmare before. And he laughed. And, um, <laughs> we, I was of course alluding to, uh, a child molestation in the Catholic church there, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, he laughed, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so then, um, so then he at some point turns to me and says, you know, I got a fight in a fight downstairs with the Irish Catholic bagpipe player. Uh, because he insisted that uh, our president uh, was not born here. And I look at him like he's strange. And I said, oh, I, Obama. And I said, oh, our last real president. And he said, yes, our last real president. And I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. What an interesting turn of events here. Um, yeah. Because everything, everything that led up to this point did not seem to be going that way. So then he, he said, yes, our last real president. And then he... And then at one point we were talking about Trump and I said, yeah, it's, it seems to get worse every day. And he said, like he said, it sure does. And uh, I appreciated that he didn't say something like I have faith. God will fix this all in the end or some something like that. Um, and then uh, and then he I asked, what don denomination are you? So it's a little weird for me being next to him because he just did this sermon where it was very, uh, you know, heterosexual only leaning sermon. It sounded very kind of inclusive. And, and so it was, it was weird if I didn't mention right. anything. Uh, so he was talking about, I said, what denomination he said, he's Presbyterian. Um, and, and then he started talking about the differences between them and other churches. And he said, and, Oh, we have different views on, things like same-sex marriage and this and that. So he mentioned same-sex marriage. So after he mentioned that, I said, you know, I noticed during your sermon, it was very heavy on uh, man and, and woman. And is that the position of the church? And he says, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, in fact, the uh, Presbyterian church, uh, we've, we're probably not advan as advanced as we should be, but we are getting there. And I do have the authority uh, to um, marry same-sex couples. And I, I haven't, but I would. And, um, you know, and I think we're, you know, uh, on right. uh, progressing, but not maybe not as quickly as, as we should. But um, but so then he says that. So I said, so I guess you would have to change the terminology in the sermon. And, and he said, yes, yes, exactly. You're right. Which I, I think would be tricky given the way that he did it. But then he said, um, he, sa he said, thank you for asking me that because, you know, I, I appreciate that question or something. And then it was kind of like a, right. a weight was lifted off my shoulders and, and uh, it was it was interesting because everything was telling me to leave like immediately, like even before the ceremony started, right. I was just panicking and I didn't know anyone. It was just, and then the people were just uh, white and it was no good. And then, uh, <laughs> but, but then if I had, if I hadn't stayed, I would have far less faith in, in humanity. <laughs> That's very true. I mean, uh, you typecast him based on what he said, but, you know, I think uh, legitimately so. But, I, you know, maybe he said, his sermon is, is really just, uh, 
predicating to the people at the, the wedding. You know, I don't know how they were. If they were close-minded people or whatnot, but uh, uh, maybe he's just serving them in some ways. I don't know. You know, it doesn't make much sense, but um, maybe he's much more liberal than what his servant was. That's what I'm basically trying to get at, I guess. Yeah, but that's usually... Mm-hmm. I, I thought Presbyterians are usually pretty strict. I'm not sure, but I, I really don't... Myself, I don't really know anything about religion, so... Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Um, And I I think that's for the best for both of us. Uh, But I I mean, look at look at Andrew Mandrew. Oh my God! He doesn't he doesn't doesn't drink. He doesn't have any fun. I don't drink. I don't drink, bro. That's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) He he never drank though. From day one, he didn't drink. He didn't even drink milk. He stayed out till he stayed out till eight thirty on his bachelor party night. That is pathetic. <laughs> it was not eight thirty. It was like eleven. I know it was eleven. And is oh yeah, Jeremy. That he may be the only shining spot in this whole wedding party that we have. Jeremy, the uh, the Republican. <laughs> I'm so I'm so nervous about. Jeremy is awful. I hate Jeremy, but I am so nervous about about Wellicor. What is this kid gonna do? This kid Wellicor Flomo Sorsor that is in the wedding with us. He once in high school, I remember Andrew told us that in high school he went into his English teacher's classroom while it wasn't his class. It was somebody another period, and he just yells out, "If you give me an A, I would join the KKK." Who does that? <laughs> and I asked him about it later. I asked him, what made you say that? And he said, I was black, he was white. And he was, it didn't make any sense. He said he was just trying to get a good grade by joining the KKK. I'm nervous oh about him. Oh, my God. I, I don't think I ever met this fellow, and I don't think I wanted I don't even know. No. Why is Major inviting this? Why is he being invited? He didn't even show up to the last wedding. What the hell is this about? That's the thing. Failed on the last wedding. Well, I'm really, I'm, I would pray. I'm going to start praying so that Willa Coast doesn't come to this next wedding. Either. (laughs) (sighs) I'm kind of sad that he's not in this wedding. I think that would have been great. I'm disappointed. Isn't that isn't that a horrific statement that 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 would have been that Jesus being there would have been the the the, the light at the end of the tunnel? But uh, that is is a bad. The fact that Jesus's wedding is the most traumatic experience I've ever had, more so than getting bitten by a dog and then the dog being murdered in Virginia. In fact, I remember that night. I was texting Michelle Kinney that night, and I said, so that wedding was weird, uh, and maybe maybe one of the worst I've been to. Uh, I think I said maybe the worst I've been to, and then I, I thought about it, and I wrote back a, mi- a second later. I go, but nothing will ever be worse than Jesus' wedding in Atlanta, so <laughs> this is the second worst I've been to. And this was after a murder was committed. This is while I'm writhing in pain. I'm worried about rabies. I'm very traumatized. I had to drop my pants in front of an old man. And still, I had a much better time. I was terrible, but I had a much better time doing all that 
than being at Jesus' wedding in Atlanta. Oh, my God. I don't think anything will ever top the horrific nature of Jesus' wedding and bachelor party. Oh, my God. I can't. It's, it's, it's tinged all weddings for me. I hate weddings now because of this. I hate bachelor parties because of him. And I don't think I ever want to get married because I don't want to go through that crap. I, it's, oh. I don't. I don't even want to go to weddings anymore. I'll be honest with you. That wedding that I got to go to on Friday, I may call out on Thursday. I may not do it. I'm telling you, I, I just don't want to go through the awkwardness and the hell that Jesus put us through. It, it was terrible. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. I mean, we're laughing about it. It was oh, nightmare. That's the best term for it. Nightmares. It was, it was worse than any nightmare I've ever had. I feel like I'd rather be in yeah, the middle of any nightmare. Ugh. I'd rather be on uh, Elm Street on Friday the 13th, which is tomorrow, <laughs> uh, than oh, yeah. to, be with, to relive that nightmare of Jesus' wedding. Oh, my God. I, all the darkness comes back whenever I think about it. Uh, there was something evil that day. Lurking around the corners in the skies above, there was something something evil over there. I, I don't know what it was, but uh, oh my God! You know, when I'm looking forward to or hoping that Jesus would be in this wedding party, you know something's wrong. Something's very wrong. <laughs> Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Oh God. <laughs> um. Think. By the way, if we if we took if we had video cameras taping us during that wedding, we could have totally made a, a the Blair Witch Project like a, a sequel. It would have been it would have been that oh, it would have been just as horrifying. I think people would have been shocked and horrified by what we had to go through at both events, the bachelor party and the wedding, and. If we made a video of that, I think it would be banned in like all countries because it would have been, it would have caused so much pain and suffering throughout the world. That I'm telling you, weddings, <laughs> weddings in themselves are terrible things, I think. But when you add Jesus, you add Amy, you add all the terrible, <laughs> messed up things that happened that day. Oh my God, that one takes the cake. That one takes the cake literally right over the edge. Right on, <laughs> right on the edge of the railing. Right on the ground. <laughs> I mean, right. this is supposed to be my friend. I, I know. This is supposed to be my He is my friend. But when that wedding cake fell over the railing, that was the only moment of joy I had during the entire day. It was like it was like a small glimmer that there is a positive higher power being. <laughs> It, 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 and, and then it just faded away right away. After that, it just faded away. But, well, you, but there you was something, at least can. there was something there. There was something there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the, the best, the absolute best thing that happened in that whole wedding bachelor party experience was also the most ridiculous thing that happened. That's how horrible the wedding was. Um, yeah. where, yeah. where the hell is the wizard? I don't know. The Wizards like in the Poconos. I saw on Facebook or something like that. By the way, you haven't been on Facebook much at all. What's going on? I haven't seen much activity from you at all. 
What are you talking about? I I posted some pictures from England. I uh, I I wrote oh, a bunch you of. Have? I didn't see any. Yeah, oh. I have. I did. Yeah. I gotta get over. I gotta get over to your place. I gotta get over <laughs> to your place on Facebook. My place. <laughs> okay, so well, speaking of posting on Facebook, it looks like the last time I'm seeing Fogarty having posted. Oh wait, no, there's something from three hours ago. Yeah, he Fogarty says. Knows. He's home, seafood with the fam. So is what is he? Is he at a dinner thing right now, or what's what's going on? I mean, we got a, we got jokes to tell, so. bro. I don't know what he's up to. We got jokes to doing. tell. Let's try dialing his home. Right? We the... we'll try dialing his so home. We might just. Dis- I know we might uh, disturb his uh, his family, but let's seafood. see. Oh I my mean, god! That was... Did you see the picture? Did you see that picture what? he uploaded? Deadhead 278? Uh, I think I did. Yeah. That is no something good? else. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. Those bedheads are strange. Uh, all right. So let's see. I got to dial this. Okay. Area code. And I I have to flip back and forth here. Uh-uh-uh. And uh-uh-uh-uh. I'm just trying not to say his number on the air. Oh my god. I I definitely wrote the number all wrong. I was going to call some someone else. Okay, let's try it. Let's see what happens. Oh, God, I'm very scared. This is his house phone, I think. Oh, no. I'm Fogarty. Hello? Yes, hello. Is Tom Fogarty there? Who's calling? Uh, this is this is Ryan. Is this the Miz? It is. He he just went to his computer to make a call, so uh, I guess. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Talk to you. Bye. Okay, talk to you later. All right. Boy. Hello. <laughs> Ooh, Tom, Tom Fogarty, I think I pissed off the missus. Uh, no, she knew I was trying to get to you after that. You know, it's not like we're, we're a regular thing anymore, so who the fuck knows what's going on? That's my, that's we, uh, it's my fault, and I apologize, but let's, uh, let's get back. So I think that uh, I, I think that to weeks in me, Fogarty, you'll always be a regular thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying there's you know, we used to do it was like a regular Yeah. I know. The <laughs> regular routine. <laughs> then you go away to Ireland for nine months, and then you run around with uh, Brandon Yuri for four months. And <laughs> it's Brendan, not Brandon. Okay. Um, Brendan, who have you? Who, who, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards, sire? Well, clearly it's fucking me at this point. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Who's your second? Who's the second hot man? Uh, probably me again. 
Ooh, why? Why? <laughs> okay. And who's your third and final hot mess? Uh, who would that be now? Anybody who still gives a shit about the NFL if they're going to force people to stand mm-hmm. for the pleasure of a fucking allegiance? Yeah. <laughs> National anthem, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's all the same shit. I mean, it's all, you know, it's like, give me patriotism. Right. Patriotism. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Trump yeah, can pull yeah. out of UNESCO tonight because, you know, of the, of the close relationship to Israel that everybody seems to not fucking have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he can tweet yeah. any fucking thing he wants to about somebody. But poor Rose mm-hmm. McGowan, like, uh, just happens to put up Harvey Fuckwad's phone number. Phone number. <laughs> and she gets cut off Twitter for 12 hours. Let's smack the little you know, rapey while she's down. Right. And you know that, um, you know that the Jordan Peele, uh, retweeted, uh, Rose McGowan once she was back and said like, uh, and, and he put a screenshot of all the offenses on Twitter and I read through them all. And Donald Trump has done every single one, every single one that you could be banned from Twitter for. He has done. Right. She does one. Right. She gets suspended. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, Rose is like an interesting, like, thing because she was one of the first ones to come out and, like, not really jump on the bandwagon because it had come out that she had taken a settlement mm-hmm. for not suing oh. back then. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she was basically, like, saying, well, people could change. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Right. So she was right. sort of... A, She's an anomaly to that whole thing. Well, yeah. I mean, in that scenario, you know, I guess you kind of have to go through it to to think what's what would be best for you and your life and your family yeah. and your. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm well, not. Well, the one interesting to, uh, thing though to me is how Brad Pitt was connected to two of them. Okay. Well, really? Uh, uh, with, uh, Jolie and Paltrow. He was with yeah. And they well, were they both even put that sexually harassed by him. And it's apparently at a party that he went at when he and uh, Paltrow were dating mm-hmm. during the filming of Emma. That mm-hmm. apparently someone has come out now saying, no, it wasn't just a verbal thing, that he, like, actually was shoving, you know, he was, like, poking Harvey in the shoulder. He was, like, mm-hmm. ready to apparently unleash a Missouri-style ass-whooping on the guy. Whoa! Did he talk about Fight Club? Because you know you're not supposed uh, to talk about Fight Club. Did he talk yeah. about it? That's right. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. He just went home and beat up Jolie, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Uh, are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? Yeah. Again, I apologize. It's just. No problem. Out of sight, out of mind. It's not like I haven't, you know, I just got my mother into a new nursing home. Yeah. Literally What's going on with drove you? back on? this afternoon and parked the car at five. Oh, wow. Where you just at? got in. Yeah. He's home. Yeah. Uh, is everything going all right with the nursing home? Is it a smooth transition? Yeah, as smooth as can be. You know, it's, it boggles the mind that I would have to go in and say, 
maybe trying to change her in the dark at 5 o'clock in the morning is not the best idea when she, like, went off and got physical on one of the aides. You know oh, what? No. Just let her sit in the dirty diaper until it's time to get up. <laughs> Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? You want to go poke <laughs> the goddamn bear? You know, don't call me right. over it. Oh. Yeah. So it's we, a learning curve on everybody's part. And I'm just right. trying to get to the point where I feel like I can breathe. And yeah, that, you know, and that the phone call that just came in on the phone that nobody ever calls on isn't like, <laughs> you know, something wrong with her. It was you. <laughs> Sorry to scare you. <laughs> no. No. I'm just, right. I'm just Different my world. Right oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cut you off. What, did, what were you saying? What did you say, Tom Fogarty? Huh? I'm sorry. I cut you off. What did you say? What? <laughs> what did you say? What? Huh? What? Oh, for fuck's sake. Different what? strokes to rule the world. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it's Tom Fogarty kicking us off. Okay. Wow. Topical this all one right, is. Right, right. Rose McGowan <laughs> this week told Ben Affleck on Twitter to fuck off after he condemned his friend Harvey Firestein's sexual misconduct with multiple women. He said it was a delayed tweet. She meant to send it after she saw Batman versus Superman. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You saw the thing with, with Ben Affleck and the woman that he was interviewing on some old MTV show? TRL, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You saw that, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't that see what he on did. The, he's on the beach with her, and he, like, reached around and grabbed her tit. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he was doing the same shit, you know? It's just like, it's allowed out there. Not for nothing. I mean, isn't it Harvey who put he and... Matt on the map on the map. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. They had a good mentor, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, weeks. Yes. Weeks, why are, grabbing one hundred and one? <laughs> weeks. Why oh. were you yelling? Why did you yell out Sparta several times after he said Batman versus Superman? No, no. I would, I would say Martha. Martha. Oh, I thought you were saying Sparta, Sparta. Oh. I don't remember Superman in the movie 300. And I thought he was talking about where the Rock Hudson and Liz Taylor film Giant was shot. Martha. Martha, Martha. Or George and Honey and Nick and Martha. Speaking of Twitter, in a tweet, Republican Senator Bob Corker called President Trump's White House an adult daycare center, to which Trump said, it's not daycare, at the very worst, it's elementary school, and it's the most beautiful, fantastic <laughs> elementary school on the planet, which is a dump with very soft towels. Oh, <laughs> Secretary of State Rex Tillerson was in hot water last week after NBC News reported that he had called the president a fucking moron during a conversation with Mike Pence. 
Tillerson later explained that with Trump, fucking moron is actually a compliment. You know, it's like a step up. Yeah. You got that right, sonny boy. (laughs) Now, on Monday night, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, Tyler Perry's Medea served as White House Communications Director in a skit. Okay. Now, can she be President of the United fucking States, please? For the love of God. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you out. Never gonna... Okay. 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 Come and save all the children. Come and save the children. Come and save the children. Okay. Okay. You say the little children. That's like a little children. Say a little children. Say a little children. Did you catch any of, I'm sorry, did you catch any of Jimmy's show last week when it was Miley week all week? No, none of it. Oh, my God. She is so good. Look them up on YouTube. She is just, she's the shit. I know you love her. She is fucking awesome. She was so real. You know, she was on to, it was Miley week and the new album's out. And apparently, you know, she was going to do like one or two songs each night from the album. And mm-hmm. because of all the stuff that happened last week, they just did different stuff. You know, it was like to the song for the with with Adam Sandler, they did a cover of Dido's song, "The Night of um, the Las Vegas Thing," that began the show before anything, right at right at the very top. Mm-hmm. And then oh. she ended it by singing "The Climb," which she said she hadn't sung in years. And then the next night, she and her dad did Wildflowers for, it was just, she was just so fucking awesome and real. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I nice. have loved her for a long time, but she she is just a, a bright, a bright little star in all of this crap that's going on these days. It's kind of how I Ooh. felt about Kind of how I felt about Kinky Boots and seeing that 12 times. I, I, I was just thinking today, I don't know that I would be able to have gotten through this much of 2017 without having that glimmer of hope. Because it's a very, you know, hopeful, positive show with the love and all yeah. that positive mess. You know, it's that yeah. kind of, you, you needed to balance out all the, the chaos. Yep. Yeah, no, that's absolutely what she, what she did all last week. It's yep. like she managed to just change it up. She stayed in the moment constantly. She had a very tearful moment with Hillary Clinton that was just mm-hmm. absolutely oh. real. You know, it was, yeah. What a role model little Hannah Montana turned out to be. Hannah Montana. Yep. <laughs> two, two Florida men beat up a disabled war veteran to try to stop them from killing a turtle as a sentence in probation, but will avoid all jail time. What? That's bullshit. Turtles are secret creatures and talented ninjas and only belong in my species and fed in toilet water. (laughs) 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 You know it. (laughs) Not my turtle. 
<laughs> but then if the evil shredder attacks, there's going to be some, there would have to be some urine in it, I believe, are Weeks' exact words. Oh, definitely. Whoa. Definitely. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Now, Whoa. 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 Alleged oh, that co- co- you were pretty good. That was a very good Joey Lawrence. Alleged Colorado drug what? peddler Sababu Colbert Evans has been sentenced to 16 years in prison for. Let me start that again because it's probably Colbert in this case, isn't it? Alleged Colorado uh, who drug. Who knows? I'm just trying to figure out. Is he an adopted kid from Malawi? <laughs> Malawi. Drug peddler. Sababu Colbert Evans has been sentenced to 16 years in prison for opening fire on buyers after they confronted him that the weed he sold them was actually broccoli. It turned out the buyers were his children, and he says he was just trying to entice them to eat their vegetables. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Sababu was adopted from Malawi. No. <laughs> How else are you going to get that last name? <laughs> You're right about that one, Tommy boy. Fresno Starbucks customer Craig Jerry witnessed a man in a Transformers mask threaten staff with a fake gun and a large knife. He then slammed the metal chair into the man's back. The two scuffled on the ground and both got stabbed with the knife, ending up in the hospital, making them the least annoying Starbucks customers ever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That video is great. There's a video of it? Yeah. Oh. That's pretty good. Okay, we ready for this? Yeah. Two convicts who had escaped prison in Canada were found 24 hours later in an escape room where they were caught and sent back to prison. Unpack that one, Weeks, you dick. <laughs> yeah. Things are going to get. Oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. We can only hope. Yeah, seriously. We can only so, hope. Hogarty, thank you are so we, much. Have a Wonderful night. We, we love you. Don't get captured. Are we on for next week? Yes. Absolutely. Right, Weeks? I promise to be in much better frame absolutely. of mind. Yes, absolutely. We are We are sure. back to being regular. We are no longer constipated. Okay. We ain't going to let you down, Tom Fogarty. Sweet Petunias. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Petunia Clark. Petunia Clark. Sweet Petunias. Yoko Ono. Petunias. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> They're going to give you up. They're going to let you down. They're going to run around and desert the little churn. Not the little churn. <laughs> Thank you for the little churn. Little churn. For the little churn. And there you did. <laughs> Oh, for a little turn. No. You're no. Don't be. 
know me. You know me. I know you know me. I know you know me. I know you know me. Ding 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 ding. You know you do. You know you know me. I 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 know you know me. You know me and you know me. Churn. My little churn. My little churn. They're never gonna let you up. Never gonna let you down. They're going to run around and desert you. Dessert. That's what we didn't have yet. I want the banana cream pie, please. Oh, banana cream pie. I'll have just a slice. I want a slice of pie. Give me a slice. <laughs> I want like a slice of pie. You I don't care like what the other children are going to have. I want a slice of pie. You sound like Carol Channing or um, <laughs> Betty Davis after the stroke. Yeah, not Cartman. <laughs> I heard I heard Betty Davis. I want pie. <laughs> I want pie. I want pie. pie. Goddamn. You, 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 you <laughs> <laughs> mind of a bitch. Well, 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 I don't care what you have to say. You know which one of you is the horse's ass. You know which one of you is the horse's ass. Yes. <laughs> Why, yes. <laughs> that was Channing. Uh, Focus. Why, yes. The wizard. <laughs> You're <laughs> looking swell, Weeksy. I can tell, Weeksy. <laughs> can you do... Weeksy, you'll never go away again. <laughs> can you do her doing Rick Astley? Never going to give you up. <laughs> Never going to let you down. Never going to run around and desert you. Desert you. <laughs> I like, once more like her singing Alfalfa doing Rick Astley. <laughs> I'm never going to let you down. Never going to run around. I wouldn't run around and desert you, my little chick. <laughs> I wouldn't desert you. I also wouldn't shit you. You know why? Because you're why? my favorite turd. You know why? Because you're my favorite turd. <laughs> I wouldn't shit you. You're my favorite turd.
Janet Jackson. It, no, it it's uh, Joni Mitchell. Oh, didn't she come back with a remake or, or something like that by Janet Jackson? Well, well, if you're confusing Janet Jackson with Counting Crows, then yes. Yes. Yes, that's who it is. (laughs) What a weird leap. It was Counting Crows and Vanessa Carlton at first, and then it was, and then, uh, or no, it was just Counting Crows, but then then they added Vanessa Carlton, who I think at the time was just signing to Murder, Inc., which is very strange. Yeah, that is very strange. Vanessa Carlton on Murder, Inc.? Yep, yep, yep. Wasn't she dating Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind? I I don't know, but I hear that guy's a a prick. Rob Thomas hates that guy. Oh, everybody hates that guy. Doesn't Green Day hate that guy, too? Oh, do they? Yeah. Apparently, he's a real jerk. He's like the Chevy Chase of 90s rock. Oh, man. You know... I always wanted to believe that Chevy Chase was a nice guy because he looks like it, he seems like it, but he's really a jerk. Yeah, he's like legendary for being the biggest jerk at SNL and then at Community later on. You know, he's just as bad. And then Dan Harmon, Dan Harmon was on the um, was he on the Nerdist podcast, and he said that they were at this big like party, and Chevy was there with his family and. And at the end of the season, it was like the season rap party, and, and Dan Harmon just goes, all right, now everybody say, fuck you, Chevy. And everyone said, fuck you, Chevy. And uh, he went up after and, and was like, listen, man, like, you know, you didn't have to do that in front of my, my kids and my wife. And so he was he was jerk, but then he was pissed off that they were jerks to him, and it was a whole big uh, mess. But they, oh they, seemed, they seemed to both understand that they – did things wrong, you know, Chevy Chase and Dan right. Harmon in that process. But even if you watch like Chevy Chase's uh, monologue that he did <laughs> at the um, SNL 40th anniversary, he was, he was talking about how, you know, things that he did were his fault and stuff. And it was, uh, uh, he was, he's, he seems to be aware of it. He's, he's, he's kind of reminds me of like right. Keith Olber. He's like Keith Olbermann where this guy, he, he gets fired from every show he starts but he always right. knows it's his fault, and he always knows what he did wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, oh my God, we, oh, we have no, we have such little time and um, so much to get to. So I'm definitely not going to be able to tell you the whole England story tonight. So let me just give you. I want to hear it all. You will hear it all, but I think we're going to have to space it out a bit. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> If we have uh, to. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll give you, um, okay. So there, there's a, there's a toss up here. Do I give yeah. you, do I give you the Manchester story where I saw AJR or do I give you Whoa! the, <laughs> or do I give you the Liverpool story where the craziest thing happened the whole vacation? Which one do you want first? And we'll do the other one on the next show. Give me AJR. Okay, good because that's in that's in sequ- that's in chronological order then. So, um, as you know, I planned this whole vacation uh, around an AJR concert. For anyone who doesn't know, they're a wonderful right. band. They have a huge hit song now called right "Week." Yes, I knew from the moment that I first saw them that they were great. Uh, on my uh, Roku player on Yahoo screen, because what happened was the youngest brother Jack he goes. Uh, 
because I just turned it on randomly. And then he goes, okay, now uh, we're going to do the best song ever written. And he goes, bounce, 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 bounce. And so he had me, he had me at bounce. They had me at bounce. If they think ignition remix is the best song ever written. I'm, I'm a fan for life. And, um, and then they were really good. They were also really good. It was like this, they were all very young at the time too, during, you know, that thing. So, so I ended up uh, going to see him a couple times, meeting him a couple times. I ended up uh, interviewing them for the show. Uh, we actually started a Twitter conversation because I was trying to correct one of their grammar on, uh, or I think I just said that with incorrect grammar, but uh, I was trying to correct Adam's grammar on Twitter. Uh, and then it, it ended up in a whole conversation. And, um, and then we, you know, they did the radio show and, and we had a great interview. So go check that out, whatever. And um, anyway, uh, I go to Manchester uh, and um, I'm, I'm already there a day. Uh, so I was already there Saturday. So I, I on Sunday was the concert. Um, the concert was at like, I think the, the show was supposed to start at seven and I got to the area where the venue was at two thirty, I believe. Um, wow. and, uh, I really wanted to, I really wanted to be up front cause I wasn't up front last time because I think, I think Sherry, my friend Sherry kind of ruined our chances. Um, but, uh, <laughs> What happened was uh, I'm uh, I well I go I see nobody's there and I say to the like I open the door to the venue and I said to the guy there hey where do I wait for the VIP and he's like oh yeah that'll be a quarter to six uh, uh, and right right out here and I said oh, okay so I wait here and he said yeah when you come back later you'll be here and he kept trying to you know push me away and not not wait in front of right. me because it was I was the only one there and it'd be so much time uh, so I go next door and. Um, have lunch uh at this place revolution great veggie burger and then i um uh i, I notice i do a few laps around the block and uh i notice that there's uh there's two girls in line and this bald-headed guy uh also it looked like he was in line and i was like oh hell no like uh, you know people aren't gonna start lining up without me so i get behind the two girls and um they are in high school. Uh, one was from Manchester. The other was from Israel. And uh, so it's just me, 35-year-old man, and two high school girls waiting <laughs> hours before the concert. And uh, at some, and I had my Gitalele on me because I wanted them to sign my Gitalele. And so I had that on me. And, uh, and at some point, we see the boys pull up. We see AJR pull up in their cabs, and I hear one of them go, and I wasn't anticipating this moment at all, and I hear one of them go, um, yeah, I think it is. And then Adam, so I think Ryan said that, and then Adam, the older brother, he gets out of the cab on the driver's side over there, not the passenger side. He gets out of the cab on the driver's side, and he says, he says, what are you doing here? And he seemed very disturbed, very shocked, very disturbed. And uh, I said, I tried to warn you. I, I, I tried to warn you on Twitter. And, uh, and he just, like, uh, smiled. And I said, yeah, I, I may have planned a, a 35th uh, birthday present trip around your show. And he just kind of laughed. And um, the high school girls in front of me were freaking the fuck out. 
and they were like they were acting like it was 1964 and the Beatles were at at Sullivan um and uh they uh they said are you guys really Jewish and they wouldn't shut up about them being Jewish and uh and and at one point Jack the younger brother turns back to me and I go real live Jews and he said, yeah, I guess it's a commodity in uh, Manchester. And um, the the three of them, um, the brothers, uh, uh, they go they go in to the to, mm-hmm. to the venue to do the sound check and everything. But then um, at one point, this guy comes out, and the girls are like, "Are you are you the dad?" And so then I I meet the dad there, uh, Gary. Uh, AJR's dad, wow. who who I have never met in New York, yet I meet him in Manchester. And one of the uh, one of their people comes out and says, "We need you to go to like the British equivalent of Home Depot and and get them buckets." So they sent Gary, their dad, on an errand to go to Home Depot, bootleg Home Depot, and get them buckets. And uh, then when he came back, and we were still in line, it was still just us three, I think. Um, uh, the girls were like, like, what are those for? And I said, uh, I think I have a feeling. And he said, I'm not going to tell you. And I just go, I think I have a feeling. And I just start dr- like drumming with my hands. And he said, oh, well, now you ruined it. And uh, and we get to talking. And uh, he's, he's an architect uh, for Wagamama in New York. And he we start talking about uh, that. Oh, and then at one point he starts talking about uh, – what happened? Oh, they, the girls said that they wanted to go to America. And I said, wait till there's a different president. And everyone laughed. <laughs> and then Gary said, their dad said, actually, on the cab ride over here, you know, the uh, uh, the cab driver was getting on me about Trump and stuff. And uh, and I just said, yeah, well, you know, most of us didn't vote for him. And he goes, nope, most of us didn't. And it was, uh, it was a very sad moment. And um, then... Uh, uh, that was cool. Met him, whatever. (sighs) Then we go into the venue. Um, I'm the first person in line for the VIP. So I go in there uh, and I'm like, "Uh, will you guys please sign my Gita Lele? And I said it as though I had just traveled across the world to get them to do this, which is true, which I had done. And, uh, and they said, yeah, actually, why don't you pick up some of that merch over there? And so that, you know, I got the, party favors or whatever for the vip tickets and then i um uh i went over and they they and jack was like jack's the youngest brother it's adam jack adam jack and ryan adam ryan and jack and and age wise but uh jack said uh jack said so what is this Uh, it's like a like a guitar and a ukulele and and then he hands it to ryan and ryan starts playing it and I can my phone to this guy to start taking pictures. The guy doesn't take any candids of Ryan playing my guitalele. It was very frustrating. But I guess technically you're only really allowed one shot with the with the the VIP uh, package anyway. But uh, I mean, come on, man, you got to take some candids. Uh, he didn't take any candids. Yeah. But they they signed it. And um, but now I'm thinking. I was just thinking tonight, man. I could have taught him something. Like I could have taught this great ukulele. Mu- player musician i could have taught him how you know something about the gita lately anyway um they signed it uh it, they didn't sign it quite as big as i thought they would i guess i thought they would be more uh, garish with it which i guess is good but i kind of I, I thought it would be a little bigger their signature that's fine it looks good and uh 
and and like uh jack handed it to me and i think i had that look in my eye for a second like oh i thought it'd be bigger and he goes does this work for you but like what are you going to do at that point you know does it work for you yeah i right. mean it's permanent market um but i said oh yeah yeah no this is great and uh you know it was just a split second and uh then we go and we take the picture and stuff and i said um Oh, Jack says the hat came out good because I was wearing their hat that says week on the front and AJR on the back. He said the hat came out good. Where'd you get that? Did right. you get that at Bowery? Uh, I said, yeah, I got that at Bowery at your uh, album release show, which I felt so bad about because I didn't talk to you at all. And I turned to Adam, the older brother, who's the most approachable. And I felt so bad. And then Jack goes, he's been complaining about that for months. And uh, oh, wow. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Adam was like, I guess I won't talk to you. Oh, and I, I said, I'm usually just babbling incessantly at you like I'm doing right now. And he just smiled and he said, oh, I won't talk to you next time then or something. And uh, then I turned to Jack and I said, that picture that you posted of um, Ben Affleck at the U.S. Open, because he, Jack, wound up in a paparazzi picture of Ben Affleck at the U.S. Open accidentally. So we're talking about the tennis and asked which match he went to and whatever. He went to the men's final. I went to the women's final, neither of which were good. Um, and then uh, we... And then I, I said that picture of Ben Affleck, though, eh, he did not look very Batman-like in that picture. And Jack goes, he looked terrible in person. And he was big and he was just ridiculous. And then I said, uh, you know, break a leg. And I gave him, gave him dap and uh, walked away and waited so that I would be up front. So when I went up to the – and, you know, they greeted everyone else after that. Uh, and then in the crowd, um, people in England, you know, in America, people are not very uh, vocal about their impatience when a uh, concert is late. Like, you know, Americans just kind of ex- expect it. But in England, right. pe- people were very at one with their impatience in terms of, you know, they were getting antsy. They were, oh, wow. uh, they were saying that they were getting antsy and stuff, stuff you would never hear Americans do at a concert. Um, unless it was like really late. So I think the show was supposed to start at seven with special guests. There were no special guests and AJR came out at like eight 30, which was fine. But, um, yeah, people were very at one with their antsiness. And I, as I said before, I'm not good at doing this stuff, but I struck up a conversation with the couple next to me, um, uh, Aaron and Bethany also in high school. So we're talking, talking to them. Um, And uh, she does this strange thing with extreme sports, and she talks about uh, uh, how she she does this thing with tents on cliffs, and you, it's extreme camping, and you put a tent what? on the edge of a yeah, you put a tent on the edge of a cliff with the opening facing the outside edge of the cliff, and she was like, it's much uh, safer than it sounds, and uh, and then he wanted to go into the air force, and it was uh, strange strange stuff that they wanted to do. Uh, um, but I didn't bother talking to the girl to my left who was also there alone. I, I, I just, you know, I don't know. I'm bad at it to begin with. So, um, <laughs> so I'm only focusing on this one couple to my right and not the girl to my left. But, uh, the, um, the show was great. AJR was great as always. And, um, I guess there are two things that happened during the show that were interesting in terms of, uh, my involvement. So, at some point, uh, Jack, the youngest brother, uh, says, um, you guys know the show The Office. And I knew that he was about to do a song that they wrote about The Office, but I knew it was about the American mm-hmm. office. 
not the British office. And um, so he starts talking about that. And I'm thinking, like, I'm wondering if he's going to mention that it's about the not the, the office that, you know, they're known for. And then he and then at one point he goes, so, yes, this is a song about the office, the American office. And when he says that, I go, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, of course, the one American in the room is like, yeah. And he's probably like, oh, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Um, and then I, I yelled out, Michael Scott forever. And he said, yeah, right. And then he did the song. I don't know if he heard me yell that part, but that's what I said. Michael Scott forever. Um, and, uh, and I was, man, I was the only American in the room. It was a small venue, much smaller than what they play in, in New York. It was only 450 people that that venue has uh capacity for. Um, so, uh, uh, so, so I, yeah, he's like, oh, of course the one American in the room. Uh, so I was, I was it, man. I was in the room where it happened, the room where it happened. I was in the room where it happened, the room where it happened. And then at the end of the show, during their encore, where they did Week, uh, their big, big hit song, Adam, the older brother, who, yeah. as I said, is the most approachable and stuff. But also, I didn't talk to him at the last show, which I'm just kind of putting together now. Anyway, at the end of the show, he hands me the, the, one of the buckets that Gary had gotten before uh, so that he could really? drum on it. So he hands me the bucket so that I could hold the bucket and he could drum on it. And I know how that goes, but I'd never been handed anything before by them because I'd never been up front before. So I took it, and almost immediately after I, I have the grip, almost immediately <laughs> – he takes it away from me and gives it to the girl to my left, the one who was alone, and and then she gets to hold it. And I'm thinking now – well, I was thinking one of two things. Now I'm thinking one of three things. One thing I was thinking of was, Jesus, does he hate me? Uh, and then an, another thing was maybe he just needed to be closer to Jack so that they could bang their sticks together because they do do that during – during week and then now i'm thinking maybe he was getting back at me for not talking to him at that show which he didn't seem to care about but then now that i mentioned it now maybe he was doing that i'm just realizing this now oh man and the the thing is when he did that when he took the bucket from her and gave it to me i mean the other way around took it from me and gave yeah. it to her he he yeah smiled at me he smiled at me and i i thought it was like a smile of oh. apology like like a smile like oh shit like i i need to give it to her or whatever because i need to be close i thought it was a smile of apology but now that i'm thinking it was, maybe it was a sinister smile and maybe that was his way of getting back at me for my ignoring him at the bowery ballroom i don't know uh but that all happened and they were they were good, but I just, you know, pretended to enjoy the um, the rest of the show while I'm weeping inside after what had just transpired, and then, um, uh, and and that was and that was it. That was the uh, that was what happened with AJR. That was the Sunday in in Manchester. So, uh, quick reaction from you, John Weeks. That sounds like a pretty amazing time. You know, first of all, they recognize you right away, and uh, they talk to you. You have some interaction with them. Uh, but that bucket, man, I, I'm trying to analyze what happened with that bucket. It, it, I, you know, the fact that he smiled, I think that was a sinister smile. Yeah, I think, I think he, so. Uh, was trying to get back at you for not talking to him. I really do think this was revenge. Yeah, was revenge. huh. 
didn't even think about it as revenge. I thought maybe he just hates me. I was, I was. I thought maybe he just hates me, which I could deal with. But now that I think about, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was revenge. I didn't even think about that till tonight. I think I think he was he was slighted that you didn't talk to him, and now he's slighted you. I, <laughs> I, that, I think that's what that's about. So, but I that think is you got to make it up to him somehow. You got to talk that, to him. You but talk that to is. Adam. Yeah, but the next time I'll be able to talk to Adam will be another one of these fucking meet and greet things. I'm not going to, I don't think I'll run into him on the street, although it is possible. Maybe I should find out where they hang out, you know? Start stalking them. It's very possible, I'm telling you. It's Maybe I'll follow possible. them to you another may, country. To um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awesome you, you got to talk to his dad, too, and you, you made some friends with the fans over there. I mean, and you, yeah, American, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else? I, it was my <laughs> obligation to do that at that point, you know? What else was I supposed to do? I'm, I'm proud of you that you said that. I'm proud of you. That's excellent. I mean, it sounds well, like now I don't time. feel so good. And then I, heard, I heard the clip. The clip was amazing. It sounded amazing over there in that concert. How was the actual what clip? concert? Which clip? Uh, there's a clip on my Facebook of AJR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look how You see how close great. I was? I was so close. You were incredibly close, and they sounded amazing. Oh, that was that great band. The... I gotta say, yes that that clip is just the intro. That clip is just the overture. That's the um, that's just Jack. That's except at the very end, the other brothers come on. But that's that's the very start of the show that I I twatted on your wall. You are uh, you you're an amazing fan. Uh, you had a great experience. And uh, the funny thing is, you have such inner, like, personal interaction with them. He slighted you. He totally slighted you. I, 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 I think it's quite. Uh, maybe it was in a playful way. I don't know. It, it just sounds. It sounds that, at the very least, it's a, uh, a great moment. You even spoke to their dad. It's amazing. I got to get to the bottom of this now that I'm realizing it was a slight. But we we have got to wrap up. Um, John Weeks, what is your favorite scene and she's the main man feature Amanda Bain's main? Oh my god. I thought you were gonna ask. My favorite scene is she's the main man feature Amanda Bain's main is when Amanda Bain plays a very mean and angry uh, gangster from Chicago named Al Capone. <laughs> and he's talking to his henchmen. I want you to get this fuck where he believes. I want you to find this Nancy boy Elliot that I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burned to the ground. I want to go there in the middle of the night, and I want to piss on his ashes. <laughs> and that's my favorite scene. It's the main man, Peter Made of That was amazing. That was amazing. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And what is your favorite scene in She's the Main Man, Peter Made of Bane's Man? My favorite scene in she's a main main feature Amanda Baines main is where Amanda Baines plays a, uh, a, a the, the, like the king of the lifeguards and her name is Mitch Baywatch and she says, <laughs> "I watched you win two gold medals. You were amazing when it was just you. When it came to the real life, being part of your team, your Olympic team, your family, you blew it because you're selfish. <laughs> Baywatch is our team." Baywatch is our family. These are the keys to our house. But you've proven to me that you don't want to be part of this family, so you're done. 
because the only thing you give a shit about is yourself and your medals. And that's my favorite scene. She's my favorite man to bang me. Wow. Yes. 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 Wow. Yes. That's pretty, oh, I was, that's I was, damn good. See, I was playing that like Hasselhoff, not The Rock, but it looks like this monologue was actually from, from the uh, the new version. Um, but I thought it was from the TV show, and I was like, wait, you can say shit on Baywatch and the and the you know on cable, and back in the day, I don't think so. Uh, okay, all right, so we'll see you next week, right, weeks? Absolutely, my friend, absolutely. All right. Enjoy the wedding as much as you can, although it will be very traumatic, I, I trust. Oh, God, it will be. I, I, don't, I'm not, I may not even go. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still deciding. This is how I am. I do everything. I pay all the money, and then I drop out at the last minute because I just can't go through with it. This is what Have you ever... has done to me, you know? It yeah. just ruined me. You threaten to do that every wedding, though. Have you ever actually done that? Have you ever actually backed out of the last minute? I did. I did. I did. I did it to one of my better friends, my childhood friend. I, mean, I should never have done it. I did. Oh, I no. did it to him. Yes, I did it. I did it just uh, you... about a year or two ago. I might even do it to this wedding. We're not friends anymore. We're not friends. Anymore. He hates me. I don't How... blame him. <laughs> How... Oh God! So his reaction was not good then. No, it was terrible. I blame Jesus. Jesus has created such a fear in me. I got such, I, I get I get really worked up. I can't handle it. You know, you got it. You know, it's ridiculous. I just don't want to go through the experience anymore. Wedding sucks. You know. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Terrible. I know better than anyone, and I cannot believe they sent me that card. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe that that card did not mention the fucking, oh, thank you for coming and getting risked having rabies, and thank you for getting bitten by a dog, and only to see that dog was brutally shot and killed by its redneck owner that night. Thank you for that. They should be thanking me for that shit, not thanking me to celebrate their special day, which, by the way, was the fucking opposite of special. It was all so Fucking phony. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking thing? <laughs> you're going to take her out, go see a concert overseas, and when they say America, you say, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Ah!